Hey, welcome to Real Talk, episode 131. I'm Todd, this is AJ, and we're back. Zeb Nolan, number one quarterback in the nation. Uh, we're going to talk about that because I'm actually intrigued by this. But before we do that, you know the deal. i got to give you some business. Business. Oh, boy. Business, yeah. Sorry about that. Anyway, <laughs> uh, what is, what's Real Talk? It's an opportunity to talk about life, God, the Bible, and everything in between. Oh, we're not stopping. Um, clearly didn't mean that. Uh, That's hilarious. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Life, God, the Bible, and everything in between. Somewhere in the description of this podcast, oh, man, podcast slash video. If you're watching a video, it can even appear here. Just anywhere around here. Uh, it is a link. www.theremnant.life slash real dash talk. Real in this case is R-E-A-L. Boom. Click it. Go all the way to the bottom to submit a question. Hit the button. It'll Then you got to go to, a, I think, a form fillable box there. Tippity tap your question, topic, or whatever about life, God, the Bible, or just sharing stuff. Could be even stuff, an article. And we will do our best to give you the perspective of a young, two, three young Christian guys just living the dream. Living just, it. You know, existing. existing. <laughs> so that's it, man. We love God. We love people. We love you. And we are here to show you that. That's right. <laughs> So, that's it. <laughs> it went from such an extreme to living the dream to just existing. Yeah, I, uh, we'll talk about that. Oh. I'm a pretty deep, you know me, I don't like to say good things because I'm a weirdo. And every time I say something good, it feels like stuff happens, you know, uh-huh. which is weird. And I get it, it's weird, wrong, probably. Um, but I'm excited today, man. I got a lot of energy, a lot, a lot yeah, of joy. Man. So, we're gonna, I can feel it. It's good energy. Good. Yeah, man. No one saw that on the podcast. No, the video it, it was highly know, entertaining. What was that? So, <laughs> anyway, um, guys, we got a lot of questions. We're going to dive right in today. Yeah, but man. before we do that, AJ, mm-hmm. before we get to the questions, mm-hmm. you're going to tell us an interesting story that you mentioned at the beginning about a young quarterback named Zebulon. That's is right. That right. Or is it just Zeb? I hope it's Zebulon. Zebulon is usually the, the long name. Um, is it really? Of... Yeah, I had of, no idea of. Uh, yeah, of uh, of Zeb. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Anyways, dinner incoming sports corner from Real Talk. We have Zeb Noland. This guy was a fresh grad assistant who got hired on the coaching staff at South Carolina University. Their starting quarterback ends up getting injured, and this man decides to declare his sixth year of eligibility with the NCAA to come out and start for the Gamecocks this opening game. I'm so excited. This guy went from North Dakota State. He was behind Trey Lance. He was his backup. And now here he is. He's going to be starting for South Carolina. Man, you know what's wild about this? I just pulled this up as you read it. So... He was just sharing reps in practice with another redshirt senior. That's right. And beat this guy out somehow. Uh, something Smith, right? Uh, Jason Brown, it Jason says. Brown, way off. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what I, this is a crazy story. Yes. So then I took a gander at the depth chart. Old Zeb Nolan's a monster. 6'2", 235. Good job, yeah. 232, that's a hoss. Yeah, dude, he's a big so, boy. So that is a cool story, man. Old oh, it's Zeb. so cool. Yeah. J- he, he just graduated like just three months ago. So he is fresh. I mean, he's still yeah. he can still ball. And turns out, I mean, back in his earlier in his career, he ended up a backup. But earlier in his career, he played nine games for Iowa State. That's right. Threw Went himself six State. touchdown passes. Wouldn't it be cool if he just last year? By the way, I just read this. The guy's just a backup at North Dakota State. Doesn't That's right. Even start. Yeah, he was so behind Trey like, Lance. Oh, is that where he was? And he's like, Hey, yeah. I'm done. 
mm-hmm. and decides to get into coaching. Yep. And all of a sudden, the yep. stars align, and this guy's starting for a major D1 program. Yeah, that's, what I'm, that's what's crazy about it. He went from Iowa State to, to the North, da- North Dakota State and to the SEC. It's so crazy. I'm so excited for him. I hope he does well. It was funny, man. I was looking at like different uh, – I was looking at videos because he did a he did a media day and I haven't watched all of it yet, but I just kind of looked at the comments and people are so mad at him, like at their coaching staff. Why? There's like, why would you let this guy star? This is ridiculous. He's young. Yeah, man. Like he's not a and he's rocking twenty number twenty five as and, a QB. Just and honestly, man, they deserve these. T- I bet you his teammates are cool with it because at the end of the day, I can say this as a former football player: mm-hmm. you just want to win. Yeah. And honestly, man, it reminds me of a quote a while back from about kicking but you know i don't care if it's an 85 year old grandpa yeah if he's the best guy you gotta go start him that's right you gotta roll with him clearly they see something in him i mean they have to you know this and also i'm sure he knows the offense he has to be i was about to say that he has he has to be a steward of the game he has to be because being on the coaching staff you're gonna know that stuff so it's exciting man i hope he has success um it kind of reminded me of uh Oh, what was his name? The guy in the NFL last year for the Bengals. He just got released, but he he had to play quarterback last year because all of their quarterbacks, oh, I remember that. all their quarterbacks, literally couldn't play because of the COVID protocols. <laughs> so he went in there and completed like one pass, but still, it was pretty cool. He just got released though, which is sad. But yeah, man, this this whole Zeb Nolan thing, I'm rooting for him, man. I hope I hope he goes out there and I hope he succeeds and just kills. Me too. It. Hey, go get him, Zeb. That's right. Go get him, Zeb. Zeb. We're in your so quarter. That is, what that is a cool story, man? Yeah, it was exciting. So. Um. Yeah, that is a, a genuinely an intriguing story. Mm-hmm. That when you told me earlier, because I didn't got a chance to look at it, when you go, "Hey, I got a cool story that has nothing to do with faith, but it's intriguing." <laughs> um, it really, it, it well, really was. Well, and it makes me like you. You got to think like, is this just going to turn into like a thing? Is this his last hoorah here, or do you think that he's going to try to take this as serious? He's like, I, this is my last chance to well, possibly go pro. It's here. funny. I just read this. And he didn't say anything about pro. Mm-hmm. Weird that you said this last article I read as you were talking. Yeah, he said essentially. That, um, and I thought this was pretty cool. Uh huh. He said, "I just want to leave a legacy in this program and put it in a better place." No one said, "Set wins and losses aside, I want to set the culture." That's pretty. That's cool, a big man. thing for us in a better place, and that's really why I wanted to come back and play. <laughs> that's so cool. So, first of all, um, you know, part of this is the COVID rules helped yeah. out. They gave everybody another year, which I think is fair, and it should. Oh, absolutely. But you know, hey. The guy, P.S., all those people out there that might be mad about that, you got to understand, this guy had eligibility. He could have just stayed at school and probably been the starter. Mm-hmm. Who knows? But So he had already given that up because he's like, what's the point, really? You know, It's not like this is some, even though I think that would be fine, too, some guy who uh, comes in and you know starts. It reminds me of, uh, you know, I don't know, some guy that scrub they put in just to be a story. Right. It's a major D1 program. You know they're putting this guy in because he's – the best guy. Yeah, he has to be. He had, there's no way. They would have, there's no way they would have started this guy. South Carolina. Exactly. An SEC school. Yeah, man. Power, right? power crazy conference, man. The SEC? I'm pretty sure. Are they? Yeah, I think they are too. Yeah. Now I got to know. Yes, yeah, I'm, pretty sure, I'm pretty sure they are SEC. Which, those of you who aren't football fans, SEC is the best conference. Yeah, clearly. man. Power conference. The toughest straight conference. up. South Carolina is, you know, probably one of the lower end schools of that conference is when it comes to football. But, yeah. You know, yeah. That doesn't, you know, they, they're still got to be a talented program. I mean, you got to be able to compete. So, uh, yes, yeah. they did. And South Carolina has been in the SEC since '91. So there you go. Long term. Yep. SEC. Cool story, score. man. Thanks for telling me. About no that. problem. It's awesome. Will, you guys, we move on from Zeb. And we say, you know, I'm going to be paying attention. Oh, me too. Uh, to real talk. 
Real talk, baby. So we've got a lot of a lot of questions. We have some from last week and a few that slipped in this week. So thank you guys so much, all of those. The Pod Squad, the Book Nook, you know who you are. Pod Squad. Folks out there Book Nook. who are a part of what we do. Um, thanks for giving us some good questions. Yeah, hey, man. you know what? I'm going to do it right now. I'm going to tell us exactly how many we've, we've answered. We that's, have answered. It's exciting. Oh, man. I, it's, it's not going to be fair, though, because... All right. 975 plus. We have answered... Oh, boy. Uh, over 2,100 questions. Dang, man. I, I want to wow. We... Fun turn, you need to pay attention and celebrate. 2,100 questions. Look how sad he looks right now. Just look at him. Typically, we all know he's the joy guy, and I'm the one that's like, Ooh, life is <laughs> sad. And all of a sudden... We can you remember that joke we talked about that we can never be, be in the, same, in the same mood at the same time? Yeah. If we ever were, this place would explode with energy and joy. I don't So I don't, don't count on it. It makes me <laughs> I wonder if it's just it would be too much. That's why it can never happen. We've certainly all been in sadness together before. <laughs> so I, I would think that we could be, you know, in this. So anyway, we're diving in. Stick around. Hey, you know something else out there, folks? Yeah. We're looking at Particularly you. our church, man. A lot of views. I'm so thankful for, because the majority of our um, our audience now is actually not people that go to this church. Yeah, it's kind of outside of it, man. It's pretty so cool. um, thank you guys so much. That's cool. Yeah, we, yes. we do not take that for granted that you give us this time and let us be a part mm-hmm. of your life and sit at our proverbial, proverbial table. So uh, this show, this podcast is sponsored by a church. Mm-hmm. Don't leave. People that aren't Christians that listen to the show, that doesn't, our church is cool. Um, and all God's church is cool. Absolutely. In general, the capital C. But Amen. our people who were once so behind us have turned their back and spurned us. <laughs> so <clears throat> I could name a hundred names. I even found out recently, even Brandon, and I'm going to say his name. Anybody knows Brandon? Even Brandon. Even Brandon <laughs> no longer has been listening. Because last week was a great episode. If you guys are listening, go back and watch Barbershops and Bikinis. We put up a bunch of bikini pictures with girls. I'm just kidding. I no, just want to see if... <laughs> I didn't. Uh, but I bet you would have. You were already pausing to go check. <laughs> so It just reminded me of a movie. Um, <laughs> what movie? It was Billy Madison. Oh, no, no, man. No. I do, we do not condone Billy Madison. <laughs> so, for real. That means, of course, I just said we were going to put bikinis, so I'm no better. Um... <laughs> But go check that out. Barbershops yeah. and bikinis. Great episode. Yeah, a lot of I found out a ton of people don't watch it. So I'm gonna see, I'm gonna call out some people. So just little hints. If you're just an you're one of the great people that listen from all across this country in the 30 some states and 12 different countries, we love you. Shout you out. You don't need to prove a thing to us. Nah. But those here that in the church that sponsors this place, you have to earn our love. <laughs> just kidding. So Jill, do you still listen, Jill? If you do, I dare you to put a little comment in here. That's right. Hey, Brandon. Bet you don't. Peyton, Sierra, Jason. Uh, who else, man? Who else used to just... Uh, uh, I don't even want to say Austin, because that dude that dude is just... He is just nowhere to be found. Taylor. You don't, you don't listen either, Taylor. <laughs> I've caught all of you. Now, here's the ones I'm intrigued by. The one who I felt really supports us. Hmm. Denise, are you still here? Ooh. Just write your name down there, Denise. Hmm. Krista, you get plugged in. You don't need us anymore. Huh? Is that what has happened? Hannah. Hannah. Why don't you go carry some stuff? Like carry yourself to the TV and watch Real Talk. That's right. Hey. Because her last name's. Why'd you say that, man? I'm so you sorry. You just literally told the world her last name. <sighs> Why are you such a weirdo? We got to edit that out. <laughs> we do. We really have to can edit I put that out. A, can I put a bleep in front of it? Sure. No. Mm, yeah. It'd be funny. 
Listen, man, it's not like it's going to make it. The, the Christians that hate us are going to hate us anyway. I'm so excited. Um, It'll be our first bleep. Yeah, we aren't cussing. No. But that'll be the one that the random guy's like, hey, let's check this show out because I've heard good things. <laughs> so this is why I don't get happy, man, because I lose. So I'm going to dive into the questions. Anyway, if you're at the if you're from the remnant church that supports that is behind the show, yeah. drop a comment. Let us know you're still listening. Hey. Um, AJI and Fun Turn Clint. We cry a lot about it. Blake, <laughs> production guy Blake, who was once I feel like once the fame of the show fell, they just Turn their back on us. Mm. Remember that old show? What, is VH1 still around? I think so. Are they really? I think so. Huh. Do you remember behind the music? <laughs> Reach out to your local cable provider. <laughs> I feel like that's what this would be. Behind the music, the rise and fall of Real Talk. <laughs> nice. And it skips to that part where... Behind the airwaves. Soon after, Real Talk lost its viewership and went down from 2,000 views a week. They also lost friends. Production <laughs> guy Blake... <laughs> Fun guy Austin and numerous others walked away <laughs> as those three men, nearly homeless, continued to do their show. <laughs> you know, if you've ever heard of those shows. Uh, anyway, here we go. Let's get serious. Although, I think you're up, actually. Okay, cool. First question of the day, folks, asked by you, is, what do you think is being taught in some churches that isn't allowing people to have true freedom in their lives? Uh, weird, weird, because I did not connect the message, like, even though I had this question, mm -hmm. so at our church we had this message, I think this, for me, is fairly easy. Uh, what is being taught that is not allowed to have true freedom? Yep. Um, or what is being taught, I think, a an earnest mentality, uh, as yes. far as our relationship with Christ. So, the confusion between um, justification and sanctification, mm -hmm. so... For those that are like, man, what are you talking? Crazy talk. That's that's fancy theological terms for this. Justification is our standing with God, right? It is our. It's a legal term. It means the debt's been paid. It means we and and, and along with that comes, we are you're taken into His family, right? We are holy and all those. I mean, we are not holy. That's sanctification. It's one of the things that happens when we become a Christian. Okay. So we are forever His. Sanctification is a process of becoming holy. Um, when we put our faith in Christ, when you become a Christian, mm -hmm. you become holy because you, you know, the sins are thrown as far as east to the west. You're given the benefits of Christ's perfect life. You're holy. But it takes a little while for that outside to catch up. That's and right. We have a part in that. We have no part in justification beyond accepting the free gift that Jesus gives us. Amen. Okay? Well, salvation in general, but justification. Sanctification, which is, guys, again, I'm going to not use that term again. It's that becoming more like Jesus. Mm-hmm. That part we have a part in, and we can we can kind of go through life and by our decisions, whether we choose to follow, sort of slow or help that process, right? It's a partnership between, he lets us be a part of that process. And because people can choose to live a life and continue to walk, you know, outside of God's ways, and, you know, that part is real, man. You can do things and, and make it difficult for yourself. And, That's right. Uh, but we confuse that with our standing with God. And so what ends up happening is we live in fear that, you know, is this the moment when I have sinned? Is this the one sin that's going to put me over the quota and now I've lost my salvation? Mm. And why that's a big deal is, uh, is that, well, first off, it makes light of the cross, right? Because it's either all sufficient or not. Either Jesus took all of our sin and shame forever. When he said it's finished, it's true, or it wasn't. If it wasn't, well, then it's, it's not... 
saved by grace, grace through faith. Right. So I think that's the number one is this kind of earn it mentality, the fear-based, um, not fear of like people are going to, I feel like I have to answer everyone, the fear-based in the sense that we make people afraid they can lose something they never earned. Mm. Does that make sense? Yep. So it's almost like, yeah, we can accept we didn't earn it the first time, but we've got to work to keep it. So it's kind good. of a performance treadmill. I got to keep up, or God's gonna chuck me off. Like That's that. it. That's like all that. that. What do you think? Um, I'm with you, man. I think that is about spot on. Um, I also think that people misuse the term justification. Mm. Um, I think they use it to uh, elevate themselves above others. Uh, I think there are times where, like, I like the way you said, justification is. It stands for. You know, the debt has been paid. Mm-hmm. A lot of people think justification is I am right. Mm. You know? Yeah. Oh, that's real good. Well, that's how we use it sort of in in our day-to-day human stuff, right? Right. And no. I think people confuse that. So instead of looking at this whole idea of justification as the idea of, hey, the debt has been paid, we're looking at it more in the way of, well, we are right and we are above those who think differently. And, yeah. I th- and I think that kind of can Love create that. think differently in what sense? So we don't confuse people. Oh, well, you know, you dunk people three times. Oh, gotcha. I dunk people once. Well, gotcha. whatever. Or, so they make kind of the unimportant things important. Sure. Too. Or or even along the lines of too. like, you know, well, I believe that you must, you know, you must do something. Like, I guess I just said that. Do something a certain way. I just used the... Uh, baptism thing as an example but there's there's another point could be any kind of yeah i get what you mean Mm -hmm. i'm just making sure people that's a good point Mm -hmm. Uh, i'll throw one more out there that's a little kind of the other side of it yeah i think we don't teach um we because we're all a part of this church right i think we struggle sometimes to teach the concept that like we are all priests Mm -hmm. right under christ meaning you have a responsibility to read you need to read the bible and if you don't read the bible then you're not going to know you're free you're not going to know that you're your salvation is dependent on you. So I also think we kind of put, we talk about Bible studies, but even that's in a group. I'm not sure sometimes we talk about how important it is to read the Bible and to know it ourselves mm. beyond like memorizing certain verses. Sure. So kind of creating a culture of reading the Bible that is, that's not about like you're punished if you don't, but to accept the fact that it there is life. Man does not live on bread alone, but by the very word of God. Amen. And that's a powerful statement, man. Yes. So not only knowledge-wise, but there, I'm going to say it. There's something supernatural that happens when we're in God's Word, and you're a believer, period. That's true. Anyway, I'm getting too excited. We're on a time crunch today, folks, so we're busting it. Bust. Oh, that's me, right? Yep. Okay. <clears throat> this is a long one, though. All right. I'm scared I'm a Pharisee, that I'm blind to truth and don't even know it, and I'm mm-hmm. absolutely terrified about it. I fiercely desire to serve the Lord and for Him to search my heart and reveal to me any area of pride, sin, or attitudes that could possibly come between Him and I. And he's been doing that so much as of late through other people and through reading the Bible, but I'm still not understanding my weakness, according to someone close to me. Every time I talk to her, she tells me about my areas of weakness, and I see them, so that's not the issue. She's right on most of them, of them, and I admit them, but she says I'm not genuine in my humbleness, humility, or willingness to admit and see. I leave her presence feeling so beat down, afraid, and confused. Am I a Pharisee because I'm not understanding? Am I blind to Jesus moving in my life? How do I know? I've been in tears over this more times than I can count, and I'm just very confused and afraid. Whew, man. First off, you're not a Pharisee because Pharisee wouldn't even ask this question. Preach. Uh, they wouldn't even think that they were blind. Actually, 
Bible literally says that. Jesus tells them, if you were to say, you know, if, if only you were to say you were blind, I could help you. Mm. Uh, so I don't think you're a Pharisee. You know, even just asking this question itself, you're not. Mm. Um, I will say this. Um, it sounds like, you know, this person you're talking to and having these these uh, conversations with, I'm sorry, did they say it was wife or did they just say, was it? Friend. Friend, she, okay. It's a, I think it's a female, talking about a female friend. Gotcha, okay. So, yeah, this friend you have, it sounds like, you need to ask maybe a couple more questions as to why they they think you're not seeing these things, especially if it sounds like it is impacting you. Like like you are, like you said, you've been in tears over this, and and you even said like you're willing to see them. So maybe asking them more in depth of like, hey, like how specifically am I not seeing this, or <clears throat> you know, what am I doing that makes it seem like I'm not? Um, you know, here's the thing. You said that you're kind of scared of being blind to Jesus moving in your life. Like mm. it sounds yeah. like Jesus is moving in your life, even just by asking this question. So I don't think you it's are blind to that. Bomb right now. Um, you know, I. That's good. I don't know. I, I guess was there any? Was, were they asking for advice as to like what to do? Is that I what think that was? they were. No, I think you answered the question. I think okay. they were just saying like. Oh, they were uh, asking, "Am I a Pharisee? Yeah, am I? And yeah. like, what's? You know, they're confused by it. Yeah. Um, Honestly, I think your confusion is a little valid. I'm going to be honest with you because it sounds like this person, I, I I don't know if they're trying to like teach you a lesson or if they are, I don't know, because it sounds like you sound like you are in a place of humility, but yet you say that they, they make it seem like you struggle with humility. So I don't know, it, but I would be confused too, I think. That's why I think you need to go with some follow-up questions. Yeah, I like that you said that, and I agree with all that and um, completely agree with him, you know. You're not a Pharisee because Jesus has already said what you are. You're his, which means that you're holy and a saint and chosen and Amen. beloved and all those things. And by the way, Jesus loved the Pharisees, man. There were some Pharisees that would have turned to him just overall. That's right. Uh, Nicodemus, right? I mean, mm -hmm. he was... Um, so I just want to say that. They do kind of symbolize, I get it, that religious, but not really get the heart of it. So I think that's what you're saying. And I agree with, with AJ completely on all of it. You don't need to live in fear. No. But this is what I've learned over the years. Sometimes if someone took what I said, there have been people I've said things to out of love who don't, who have went and taken it and spun it around. Yeah. Right? And I believe that in their mind, it's this, so it's... I do get it, or I am being humble. I will say this. So I agree. Even if you're not in that moment, I don't know what the situation is. I like that right. you said ask follow-up questions. But regardless of the answer, maybe you're not being humble in that. Maybe you aren't yeah, really getting it. I'll get to that in a second. So before I say that, though, you are still loved and good yes. and all those other things because that's who you are. You're transformed. You're yes. not a bad person trying to be good. You're a good person learning that you're not bad yeah, and, exactly. and changing really and becoming cool. good. Yeah, so that's that. But I'll tell you this, and this is something I've learned for myself. There is a difference between telling someone, I see it, I see it, right? Mm. So, you know, I don't know, it could be, hey, Todd, you're, I don't know, very envious, let's say. That's not mm -hmm. it, but let's say that someone said that. Right. And I just go, yeah, I am, I'm envious, man. We're all sinners. You see them, what I mean, like, a lot of people would would say that, but they don't slow down enough because they're either afraid of condemnation, like these thoughts, yeah. or because they're prideful. Sometimes what I've learned is sometimes people don't want to hear and accept things because their view of themselves is so low 
that they can't handle anymore. Mm. And so sometimes that's something. And here's why that's sad is like, it's okay to accept those qualities about yourself. It's okay to say, maybe I am. It's okay to, yep. you know, to, th- to know that I have areas to grow in because it, it's not even your weight to carry. That's right. It's already been ca- carried. It's already been born on the cross. So I guess that's a, probably a lot of rambling to say, even if, and I love AJ's answer. I think it's the best answer. You should ask and be open to. Yes, seek understanding. To say, okay, let's assume that they did call him a friend, so it must be someone they love. Right. And it sounds like you're a believer, so your friend's probably a believer too. Then we have to assume that they, they have a good motive, maybe, even if they're not doing it right, and just say, yeah. hey, help me understand That's right. how I'm coming across that I'm not getting it. When you say that, what do you mean? And sometimes we get so defensive and worked up that we don't ask that, right? Mm. So it becomes like, how dare you think that versus right. help me understand why you think that? Because they may end up going, honestly, I don't have a reason, and then they <laughs> repent to you, and maybe right. they say it and you go, oh, I didn't even realize that that was coming across that way. Yes, so, either way, there's, there's, there's no like negative outcome. Mm-hmm. You're up, dude. Great right. answers, by the way. Thank you. Uh, next question. Sorry if this was an awkward question, but I know women have pain in childbirth because of the fall. Are, are periods the same thing, a punishment? Uh, that's a great question. Mm-hmm. So, um, here's what I will tell you. Yes, uh, in Genesis, mm-hmm. one of the things that God tells us is that after the fall, when we reject God, excuse me, that one of the punishments for the women is that childbirth will be painful. That's right. Now, that makes me believe a couple things. Um, I would say yes, probably period pain is a product of that I would because imagine. you won't you wouldn't have that kind of you wouldn't have that pain right it would right. probably be this very natural mm-hmm. easy thing so yes i would believe that that's probably part of the curse right. that process probably wouldn't have mm-hmm. even have wouldn't have even had to have happened at least not that yeah oh yeah that way who knows how it all worked mm-hmm. but i don't think it would have been that way so here's where you can go i want to give you a little bonus so if you think about that that can be really like can't believe, especially when you're in that pain, he would do this to me. Hmm. Something that I always try to remember. Maybe this will help you view it a different way. Imagine that above you is a water balloon filled with water or urine even. Let's say something gross. Okay? Okay. You have a balloon hanging from you. Okay. It's just there. It's decorative. Um, that's even probably a bad example, though, because it is... Um, it's not, like, that implies there's this trap. So maybe a better way, an example for us would be, I always like, I guess the brownie one. I was mm-hmm. thinking about that. You know, it's good you have these plate of brownies, and your mom tells you, hey, don't eat all these brownies. We need to save some for tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You know, it'll hurt you. You eat all the brownies and then end up throwing up, like, entire plate, getting sick. Yep. You know, your sugar's too high, whatever. That wasn't the parent punishing you. The parent warned you of a natural consequence of doing something. And when God told us to stay close to him, to trust him, and when we rebelled, I I tend to view it as sin is the natural byproduct of rejecting God and walking away from him. It's kind of like the natural byproduct of not drinking water is dehydration, right? All those, And then we're going to die. Yep. Right? Eventually, you're going to die. That's right. But before you die, right, you're going to get pale, and your lips oh, are going to yeah. get chapped, and you're going to get cramps. Oh, yeah. It's terrible. It's the same thing. God said, hey, it's just the, you know, you were made to be close to me, in relationship to me. And when you when you are not close to me, if you choose to follow your own way, 
you're going to be hurt. Don't yep. do this. And we did. So, yes, it's a punishment in the sense that he allows us to deal with the consequences of those actions. But right. remember, it wasn't a sword hanging above us that we cut the you know string innocently and chops us. It mm. was the opposite. I made this for you. It's beautiful. Stay close to me because if you don't, the alternative is going to hurt you and it's going to kill you. Mm. Does that make sense at all? Yeah. Anyway. I think so. Jetch my thoughts on that. Good answer. Thanks, man. Um, Todd. That's my turn, right? Yep. What does... <laughs> I say it that way. What does Proverbs 29.19 mean? So Proverbs 29.19, we actually took a note on this just to so I can let you guys know what it actually is. So it itself, yeah. Proverbs 29.19 reads, By mere words... A servant is not disciplined, for though he understands, he will not respond. Mm. Um, now, this can be taken in a lot of ways. And, you know, I know Todd mentions this a lot, but you know, context. You know, you must read context in the mm-hmm. Bible. Um, I don't have the actual context in front of me right now. I guess I can try to look, pull it up real quick. But uh, by mere words, a servant is not disciplined, for though he understands, he will not respond. Mm. I think that. The thing that can be confusing, and the reason why they're probably asking what this means, is because it says that they're not disciplined, but then when they don't speak, they do understand. And it almost kind of seems like it flip-flops. Let me get there real quick. 29, 19. So, yeah, because it says, a servant is not disciplined, though he understands, he will not respond. So, Sorry for the loud. Sound of pages. Oh, it's all good. It's actually very satisfying. <laughs> um, <laughs> so before that, I'm just going to go a couple couple uh, verses up. Uh, when the wicked increase, transgression increases, but the righteous will look upon their downfall. Discipline your son, and he will give you rest. He will give delight to your heart. Where there is no prophetic vision, the people cast off restraint, but blessed is he who keeps the law. By mere words, a servant is not disciplined, for though he understands, he will not respond. Uh, and then going after that, do you see a man who is hasty in his words? There is more hope for a fool than for him. Whoever pampers his servant from childhood will in the end find him his heir. Um, to me, it almost sounds like they're kind of going back and forth between almost like different... <sighs> Situations? Yes, like kind of like disciplines in a way, I guess. Um, so that one specifically... By mere words, a servant is not disciplined, for though he understands, he will not respond. I think they're saying that in understanding, you may not always respond the best, maybe. Well, I think it's, first off, I think it's awesome that you uh, pointed everybody back to context, uh-huh. because that is so true, man. Like um, Now, Proverbs, and again, I may not went up, I may understand more if I like went up even farther. But because uh, Proverbs, I haven't read all through Proverbs, but I have read Proverbs before. I know Proverbs is just very like hard lesson based. Like it just kind of like gives you a bunch of examples of like life. Yeah, the, you're, you're exactly right. So this is what I would say. You honestly hit the nail on the head. I would say specifically what 19 means, exactly mm-hmm. what it says. All right. And then you, you kind of give them, gave them the reason why, actually. Mm-hmm. What it means is a servant cannot be disciplined by words. Though he understands, he doesn't respond. Okay, ready? Um, let's. I'll give you another example. Hey, a murderer, if we just tell him to stop murdering, he'll probably stop, right? Gotcha. So what it's saying is, listen, 
sometimes you're going to have to do more than discipline with words. Mm-hmm. And we know that even more when you look up here, look at verse uh, 15. A rod of correction imparts wisdom, but a youth left to himself is a disgrace to his mother. Hmm. Okay, then you jump down to 17. Discipline your son and he will give you comfort. He will also give you delight. Two verses later again. Look at that. Every two verses. It's almost like a story. A servant hmm. cannot be disciplined with words, though he understands he doesn't respond. And that even goes back up here. Um, there's another verse that kind of... Uh, where is it? One who becomes stiff-necked after many reprimands will be broken suddenly without remedy. The idea of Proverbs overall is about worldly, is about wisdom, well, godly wisdom, right? In worldly yeah. situations. So essentially it's saying, hey, I, mean, I think we can take that in a lot of ways. Sometimes... Think about your own life. Sometimes this sucks to admit. Would you have learned some of the lessons you learned when people just told you not to do it? Uh, no, God, that, that's happened. Yeah, <laughs> to me in and, my life. <laughs> and there, it's a fact, man. If you, you know, in a way, it's encouraging. Instead of saying, "Oh my gosh," you know, people hate me because yeah. I, I have consequences of getting in trouble. So it's just talking about. That sometimes it takes actions, not just words, to change someone's heart. That's really good. That makes sense? Yeah, that makes and sense. I think exactly what you said, though, man. You kind of said that. You set up, the, you teed it up for me because that is the gist of it. Wisdom, and that's what it is. And we see that all throughout Proverbs, the hmm. idea of what discipline is. Right. So I'm very thankful to God that the concept of discipline now is a little different. Hmm. You know, in the sense that when I know those tough times happen, it's not God necessarily spanking me, but allowing me to... Okay, you got a stomach ache because you ate all those brownies, right? So That's there good. you go. Nice. I think we got time for one more, probably, right? Uh, yep. Um, let's do. Where it's am a I? Short, sweet one, which we owe them after the weeks of hour and a half episodes. That's fair. All right, who or what is? And I, I'm gonna try not to. I think I'll enunci- I'm gonna try to enunciate this right. Who or what is Bel- Belial? Belial. Belial. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it says Second Corinthians six fifteen. Got that pulled up for you. All right. As you told me you were going to ask me this question right before. So 2 Corinthians 6, 15 and 17 says, What agreement does Belial, I mean, sorry, what agreement does Christ have with Belial? Or what does a believer have in common with an unbeliever? By the way, this is cool. Huh. So I'm going to give you a minor little history lesson about it. Belial um, in the Old Testament, I think it I think Belial's mentioned like 25, 26 times in the Bible. Really? Yeah. So throughout the Old Testament, you know, Belial essentially is the word itself a lot of times they think comes from this Hebrew word that kind of means worthless or without. Long story short, in the Old Testament, it is a personification, right? Kind of like when we say greed is an evil master. Mm -hmm. You don't mean that there's a person named greed. Right. Belial is the same way. It means worthless, kind of evil, decadent, right? It stands for that. A lot of times they'll say like someone is a son of Belial, meaning they're a son of worthlessness and wickedness, yes. right? Okay. Wickedness and worthlessness. So that's what it means in the Old Testament, particularly in Jewish. Now, in some of Jewish mysticism and other things, other uh, extra-biblical sources and stuff, Bilal came to be known as the name of a specific demon. Interesting. Yeah. Um, and in fact, a lot of times, if you look at it in modern culture, like if you just type it in, you're probably going to see comic book characters, characters from books, and it's demonic. Huh. Uh, and even in, I'm pretty sure, uh, Paradise Lost, you know, that Milton, it's about hell, and he kind of made his own story about what it's like in hell. Pretty sure, <laughs> you're like, no. I was like, oh. Those out there that do, it's a famous book. 
Is it Paradise Lost or is that that? No, or uh, we have to look it up. I'm, I'm thinking. Dante, no, I'm an idiot. Dante's yeah, maybe it is. Maybe it is uh, Paradise Lost. I have to look it up. Okay. <clears throat> some ancient, don't quote me on that, some old novel. They also make Belial the name of a specific demon. Well, in 2 Corinthians, the verse I just read, yeah. it's still used as, now it's become that personification. Remember I told you it means wickedness, worthlessness, yeah. evil. Well, who do we know is wickedness and worthlessness and evil as believers? It's the devil. Yes. So it's just another name in that instance for the enemy. Interesting. So they're saying, which is cool when you read the verse, he's saying, so what does Christ have in common with the devil, with Satan? Nothing, right? We know that. And then remember, how do we know? Then he makes another comparison. So then, what does a believer have in common with a believer? Mm. I mean, I'm sorry, what does a believer have in common with an unbeliever? Right. And, and essentially, Paul here in the context is saying, you got to quit living like the world. Because remember what Jesus said, if you're not his, if you're not God's son, you are a son of the devil. He calls them. That's right. So, hey, sorry, just as Christ has nothing to do, it's like that old uh, A equals B, then B equals C. If Christ has nothing to do with the devil, they're nothing alike, they have nothing in common, so too do you have nothing in common with the world, don't act like that. Mm. Right? It's a good lesson. Makes sense? It's really good. So, that's what it means. Um, It... it, I guess that's it. Yeah. Makes sense. Told you I'm all over. Interesting. Wow. Yeah. For some reason, I feel like maybe I have seen it. I just don't remember. Is it all, like you said, it's mentioned like 25 times. Is yeah, it all uh, Old Testament? Other than this one. Right. It's Old all Old Testament. Corinthians. Yeah. No, it's okay. There are other verses, too, that name, like, uh, I believe there's one, Mammon, in the Old Testament. Huh. Who essentially, it that word means greed. Okay. And people eventually meant that, oh, that's the demon of greed, you know, ends up. Huh. Versus when it really was just... Stood for something. Yeah. Now, there are other ones in the Old Testament who stood for specific pagan gods. We know they weren't right gods, and those might have been... Um, like Baal. Or correct. Yeah. False gods. Uh, I think there's some others, too. Um, there is. I'm not... You can look it up, but... Mm-hmm. Yep, that's what it means. So nice. it's really in this moment in 2 Corinthians, another name for the devil, and it, Paul's making a point. Nice. Well done. Hey, man. Good episode. You guys get a short and quick one today. A drive through you might say? A drive through Get it? He's talking about your thing you want to drive through Q. You forgot, didn't you? No. Okay. You guys, uh, that, that's a little pet project AJ's thought of. Probably, we'll probably do someday. Yeah. We'll talk about it. It would be so ridiculous. If you don't think I want to do it. Oh, I'm excited. Well, guys, what do you think? We have more questions. We have more things to get through. We're going to answer them. I promise you that. Yeah. Keep them coming because after the next, I think, three we have left, we got, we're, we're done. Yeah. So we need more. My friend, anything you want to say to the crowd today? Yes. Thank you guys so much for watching. You guys are awesome. I love you guys so much. If it wasn't for you guys and these questions, man, I learn stuff all the time. You just saw that with the whole Belial thing. I was like, what? So because you guys' questions, you guys are also helping me learn. I appreciate that so much. Um, If you watch from Facebook, leave a comment, share this, give a little blurb at the top why you're sharing it so people can watch it. That's true. Hashtag social media needs it. Um. If you're watching from YouTube, if you haven't already, hit the subscribe button with the little notification bell so you'll know when we post. And if you're watching from Rumble, give us a rumble. Thank you, guys. Fun turn. You got anything, buddy? All right. They said it. You've heard me talk a lot today. I love you guys so much. Um, We love you. We really, really do. We are so thankful and blessed to be able to do this. And you encourage us and push us and 
sharpen us with your answers, I mean, your questions and topics, even if you're one of those people, and we, we have them, you're not really a Christian, but you're intrigued, and uh, I'm thankful for you, too, mm. and those of the, those, oh, man, I can't talk today, <laughs> those of you, so apparently I can be in a good mood and not talk, or talk and not be in a good mood, there's no, so I'm just very thankful for that, thankful for you guys, appreciate you, mm. uh, we need your encouragement, too, so. You know, if you're a person that's never commented or liked or given us a review, I'm telling you this. Sometimes it, this we get down. That's right. We put a lot of time in, and it there's truth in this. We used to get, and that was on our live, but still, even on these earlier this year, we looked. We had 400 views just on Facebook. Yeah. On an on I think some episode maybe in the 90s. Yeah. And I do know that Facebook's algorithm has changed. We know sure. That. Yeah. Um, and it's harder. And to, still changing. It's harder to organically yeah. get those views. So those of you that watch, it means so much to us. Would you give us a note of encouragement? Let us know how it's impacted your thought. I know we may not always respond right away. We really want to do that, but just know we see it, and we're very thankful Amen. for it. But more than anything, we want to thank you, and I encourage you. You know the link, all the other stuff. I don't think I have anything else. Hope you guys have a great day. We love you so much, and God bless you.